Welcome to the Audit Podcast, the number one podcast for the audit profession. Be sure to check the show notes for all of our social media channels and to sign up for the Audit Podcast newsletter. Now, here's your host, Trent Russell. This podcast is sponsored by Green Skies Analytics, where they do everything tech-related, but only for internal audit. Although compliance and risk management, y'all are cool too, so feel free to check it out also. To find out more, please visit greenskiesanalytics.com, but it's more likely that you're just going to Google it. So to find out more, please Google Green Skies Analytics. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Audit Podcast. Today we have Kush Joshi on the show. He is the technology audit manager at Netflix. I tried really hard not to ask Kush what he was watching on Netflix because I feel like everybody asks him that question, and then I ended up accidentally doing it anyway. <laughs> so, quick note on the show that Kush recommends or is watching. I would not watch that with your parents, especially the episode with the pig and the politician. I'll leave it at that. Some of the things we talk about on the show is the idea of curiosity and the importance of it in the audit profession. We used to ask that question a lot. What characteristics or traits do you think are really important for a great auditor? Curiosity was one of those. And so we asked Kush to share a story where he got really curious and how that ended up benefiting him and his stakeholders. Another big thing that we talk about is the culture at Netflix and how this enterprise-wide culture is impacting audit. And so that's super interesting. There's a link to the uh, culture doc uh, from Netflix that we included in the show notes. And a lot of times I feel like, and, and Kush mentioned this as well, actually mentioned the entire thing he was the one answering the question but um is it audit and infosec and some of the other maybe compliance it compliance groups can tend to step on each other's toes or if nothing else there might be confusion from stakeholders in terms of all right what is your your role relative to this initiative in it etc or, or in cyber or security so we kind of demystify what those roles and responsibilities are of course, agile, 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 agile. I don't think it's going away. And so we talk about how Kush is being agile uh, with his role at Netflix. And then lastly, if Kush was to start an audit consulting company, what would he do with that? Here we go. The topic that you mentioned want to talk about was validating what is said by stakeholders. Uh, people might call them clients or auditees or whatever. We'll stick with stakeholder for the conversation and having the curiosity to do that. So do you have a story you could share about doing that validation and staying curious and how that created value for the stakeholder? Yeah, no, definitely. So I can think of the most recent example through ads, as you know, Netflix has ads now. So that's a project that we were like, just kind of helping us as risk and things like that. So as we were building out the product, uh, the way ads worked, we we understood it conceptually and like we had all the data pipeline built out everything. But uh, what's a pre-roll, what's a mid-roll, like all those were like concepts that were like thrown out when we were talking about it. So what uh, what we decided to do was like to understand the product more like holistically. Uh, in my opinion, you need to like actually experience the product, experience the, so you have all the business context and also how everything works. So you have a better way of like auditing it or like reviewing some of those areas. So what I did was I created a test account and within, uh, and then like went in and actually looked at like testing the ads itself. So like just go and turn on the streaming experience and then you'll see like pre-roll ad is like when something happens before, uh, before the show starts and mid-roll is any time between the start and end. 
So as we are like going through that, like, and doing some of that like manual viewing per se, we started learning about like, okay, this is how the ads work. This is how the mid roll comes in. And then since uh, we have access to all the engineers and some of the data, we are able to like then go and like look at, okay, this flew from, this basically started flowing into our systems. This is how it's like capturing. Those in that information, including what content was shown, making sure like getting an understanding of all that by like doing actually experiencing it and then like looking in the packet data of how everything flows gives you a lot more richer experience of like how the flow works and that really helped put together the flow charts and like actually start understanding the ad product more holistically. So like next time when we are talking with the teams, it was very clear like what they meant by a few things and then like even our questions start getting a lot better because we we have experienced it and we know exactly what trying to like get to versus like hey how does this work so i always try to like experience it and then like ask more like more questions where we are like learning and also like uh we have put in the effort from our side is yeah that reminds me of two stories pretty quick one was we had robert barry on the show years ago i think he was one of the first folks we had on and he was the the lead auditor for a university somewhere and so he enrolled in school to get the experience of what it's like to go through that process. So I thought that was interesting. It's similar to what you're talking about. And then we also had someone on the show and asked them is, do you think it's more important to know audit or to know the business? And she didn't even blink. And this is the audit, you know, an audit person. And she went the business and I went, okay, cool. Uh, so I think both of those kind of tie into what you're, we were talking about. Yeah, definitely. That that makes a lot of sense. And then also like similar experience I had at my previous company, Uber, where like we are looking at some driver activities, like the loyalty programs, things like that. And I actually signed up for becoming a driver and went through that. And like that gave me so much rich context that like I brought back to the team and like started constantly getting some of that feedback. So that I I've personally I feel like knowing the business, you just need to experience it. Yeah. Like be good auditor, you definitely need to know the business context. Excellent. That resonates a lot. And I know the, um, for you, one of the big things that drew you to Netflix was the culture. And people talk about culture all the time. And so it's just like, yeah, I'm sure it's great and wonderful. Um, but no, you, the story you told me made me go, yeah, that sounds real. And then you sent me a link to, and we'll put this in the show notes, but you sent me a link to it also. And it was, very interesting. So what is it about the Netflix culture that drew you there? And I think more specific to audit, I'd be interested in how does that entity-wide culture affect audit or impact audit and its culture? Yeah, no, definitely. So I think the three things that I'll talk about, the culture memo that like really stood out to me. And as I've gone through, I've been, been at the company for a little bit more than two years. I've really resonates with me and I also we also kind of live that culture so uh, the the three things are freedom and responsibility context over control and the informed captain model these are the three big basic fundamental principles we as audit team also like imbibe by and we really do a good job of like making sure we have these three qualities so when we talk about freedom and responsibility it's important to not freedom is we are all adults we are trying to do the right thing and the responsibility part is the most important because you need to be, you have the freedom, but you need to do it responsibly, responsibly. So, so that's the most important part is like, are we always thinking about like Netflix's best interest? So that's kind of like our 
core principle at the audit team to make sure that we have freedom and responsibility both equally weighted. And then uh, the context or control, that's a, also another really important part in our culture where we as audit team, I do a lot of risk-based reviews. So our focus is to be the context. We just want to provide the context and let the business teams and the engineering teams identify if this is a priority to like fix or not to fix, but to like take care of it or like what, what the angle should be. We don't try to tell them to tell our stakeholder teams to like, Hey, you need to fix this. We just give them like, hey, these are all the things we are seeing. And here's the whole context that we have. So being that context provider and having that clarity up among our team is like super essential and makes our role very, very clear. And everyone is aligned on that role. So we are super, super clear on like our goals and vision. So it's, it helps our whole team like function a lot better and start sharing information. And the whole uh, the whole company kind of embeds with those culture, but I, I can't talk about the whole team, but specifically on my audit team, we, we really focus it on like being the context providers. Got it. And then within that, I, you heard, I heard some language that made me think about agile and being agile. And so I'm curious, how are you? And it's a question I feel like if for people are like, oh my God, we have to hear about agile one more time, but it's not going away. So um, how are you being agile? Yeah, so when we when you say the word agile, uh, I was going to make it clear that we're not talking about the agile methodology, mm -hmm. which is like the common practice when you're having daily standups, things like that. But of what I would say, like agile as a concept, as the word, is what uh, we really focus on. So like our whole team is super agile. So when we do our planning, we make sure we like have a good plan in place, make sure we have all the risks identified, things like that. But we are super agile with all our processes. So we are not trying to have a beautiful RCM before we start an audit and like make sure that's approved. And then we go into like, we, we are willing to work in the unknown. So our goal is to identify the right risks and also pivot when we learn a little bit more or get more context or something. Uh, we might have like, okay, this area is definitely super important when in the when we start thinking about it. And then when we look at some of the data and start learning a little bit, maybe that area is actually pretty well covered and we have, we have that risk kind of in a good handle and we, we pivot into like figuring out more ways to do that. And the whole team has this mindset of the we mentality and the, and we are trying to just figure out like what we want to, what we want to do. And we are like very flexible of how we change that. Another thing around the same topic is around test steps and like testing of controls, right? Like sometimes we need like all these like specific test steps that we're definitely sticking to. And if there's some changes, we we get a little thrown out. So our team is really good about making sure that our the test steps are like we have a we have a baseline, but that's not the end all be all. If we learn something, if we find another like data source, for example, where we can do a little bit more analytics and figure out a more clearer solution, we are we are willing to like pivot as we learn more. So that's something I feel like as an audit team, we do really do good at, and especially. Uh, Everyone being aligned on that kind of like clarity of making sure we do things. The we 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 are staying toe toe and toe with business, and as we learn, we pivot. I think that's like the biggest essential piece of agile that I think we we all that I personally also really appreciate and try to like build into our team. Yeah. So if you took that mindset and you started your own audit consulting firm. What would you, what would, what would be the gap that you would fill in the audit world? What would you do? Yeah. So if, 
yeah, from my personal opinion around this, um, what I would do is, uh, as you probably heard the theme of like learning and like experiencing things, I think what would be really important if I was starting a company and like figuring on figuring this part out is having a software engineer and a data uh, data person in the team mm-hmm. who's actually able to go and like create some of these environments and like create a test environment, like copy over some of the code and like actually start like experimenting within that playground. I think that will be super cool if we have a dedicated resource to do that because then you start like actually learning of things and like, hey, you try to like deploy code, right? In the similar process. And then you say, oh, wait, why is this not working? So then you start you start questioning, things, not questioning things, but you start figuring out things in a much more richer way than like just having few discussions and reviewing code. I think that would be a gap I would say I would try to fill. Um, and I feel like we'll start making the audit experience a lot more rich. Yeah, that's super interesting. I know that we did that. Well, we had access to a test environment and ran a bunch of, uh, for those that are familiar with sudo, S-U-D-O, um, ran a bunch of sudo commands all in there and played around with it. And it was super interesting to be able to do that. So we kind of did it this one specific test, but I think that that answer is brilliant and hope to see, or, or at least hear more stories about the successes of folks doing that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I feel like learning, learning these experience and experiencing things makes a lot more of an audit a personality than just like being a really good auditor. Yeah. Nice. How do you, how do you articulate that value that IT audit adds when there's an overlap between what you're doing and what InfoSec might be doing? How do you go, hey, I know that I'm the IT auditor, but this is why it's different and how I'm going to add value? Yeah, no, uh, that's a very interesting question, actually. And uh, yeah, a lot of times people do get confused with like what information security does and what uh, IT audit does because there's a lot of overlap. We're kind of talking similar security controls, similar language. So what I try to like differentiate uh, when, we, when we are like talking to teams and like talking about risk-based reviews, we try to differentiate in a way where we are saying, hey, information security teams help with guiding on like what security controls to invest in and also help with some of the implementations and kind of oversee the overall health of that specific uh, security controls. Uh, what uh, what internal audit does is like we take an independent view of like and take a one step back and like look at the high level business context and we are very good at connecting the dots and looking at things more holistically and also the security controls and things that are being implemented by infosec teams we validate that it's actually working as intended when with all the business context like making sure we get both those like and both of those together is super important one thing I would say though is that InfoSec team does do a really good job of getting the business context and identifying that and like making sure that is like continuously being monitored. But uh, as the business continues to change, there are like small changes that might happen which might affect the platform. Like those kind of aspects when we when we take a step back, we start like seeing the bigger picture. We we're able to start identifying some of those insights. So I would say both our teams like InfoSec and we need to work really well hand in hand so we can like really get that partnership going and like which will also obviously benefit how do you through communication or tools or whatever do you communicate that with infosec so that everyone is on the same page because a lot of times you hear it 
less so with audit and infosec, more so with compliance or some other risk group and, and audit. How do you, is there a platform that you use or is it weekly meetings or how do you, how do you do that? No, definitely. So for us, like, yeah, we do have that as well. Like you mentioned compliance teams, that's another like area of like very close interest. So we generally do have like meetings, like Slack channels, et cetera, which help kind of keep everyone engaged. We, we have like common groups where we like keep everyone informed of all the work we're doing. So we are like kind of in the same, we are in the same mindset and same prioritization. So there's no like confusion of who's doing what. So we try to keep, we try to be very closely aligned with all the, all the teams which do similar work. So that way we are like, got it. Not attacking the same problem or not, um, not looking at the same thing. There was a podcast on a, a data podcast that I listened to. And there was somebody from Netflix. I, I can't recall if it was the CDO or the CIO or who it was. But of course, the first question that she got asked was, what are you watching on Netflix? I'm not going to do that to you. I got to imagine you get asked that question constantly as soon as people find out. Like, hey, what are you watching? Unless you want to. And with that, I will give you... <laughs> You can uh, leave the audience with whatever you want. I'll, I'll give the floor to you. And if you want to make Netflix recommendations, you can do that. Uh, yeah. It's totally up to you. Yeah, no, thanks. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, we get that question a lot. And like, as my team knows, I like watch a variety of things. Yeah. So the latest thing that I'm like super interested that I, well, I'm very interested in like it just came out was like Black Mirror. Uh, yep. That's like the, that kind of stuff really excites me. So like, going through the new season was fun. So I'm like done with that. So definitely recommend that just from a personal side. But uh, talking about like what I would like let the audience know or like what um, as like a last conclusion step, I would say is mainly kind of keep, stay curious and keep learning as you're, keep learning the business, not more as an auditor, but more as a researcher. Um, that will improve your like perspective of audit and like thinking through like some of the audits that you do you'll start getting a lot more richer context and also share a lot more value to the teams because you're you're invested in learning the business versus investing in auditing the company so if you if you change that if you make that shift in your mind mindset it will really resonate not like as a something that you need to continue to try but it'll organically happen because there's a clarity that you're trying to learn the business not trying to like police it and we do a good job in our team of keeping that mindset and we we always say we are not a policing function we are here to partner and just be like risk advisors so that's something i would just want to leave the audience hey everyone thank you very much for listening to this episode of the audit podcast whatever platform you're listening on right now i'm sure there's a subscribe button somewhere so please hit the subscribe button there if you're listening through itunes or spotify feel free to go give us that five star rating it only took me about 16 seconds to give myself a five star review and it really helps to get future guests to come on the show so we'd really appreciate that lastly be sure to check out the show notes and follow us on all our social media channels on instagram on linkedin and on tiktok also, if interested, please sign up for our weekly newsletter from the Audit Podcast. Thank you all. Have a great one.